हेलो गाइस वेलकम टू द एटीनथ एपिसोड ऑफ द मेसना पॉडकास्ट लास्ट टाइम चरीसा वोक अप एंड नाउ देर इज गोइंग टू बी अलॉट ऑफ एक्साइटमेंट इन द ग्लेड Because Teresa is the only girl, and now she's woken up. And let me tell you, her entrance is gonna be super amazing. And there's gonna be a lot of girl power going on in this chapter. Okay, she kicks some ass. Okay, I really like Teresa throughout the first book, but not so much in the second book. To be honest. Okay, enough spoilers now. Let's start with this chapter, chapter thirty-six. Thomas didn't want to see her. He didn't want to see anybody. As soon as Newt set off to go and talk to the girl, Thomas silently slipped away, hoping no one would notice him in the excitement. With everyone's thoughts on the stranger waking up from her coma, it proved easy. He skirted the edge of the glade, then breaking into a run, he headed for his place of seclusion behind the deadhead forest. He crouched in the corner, nestled in the ivy, and threw his blanket over himself, head and all. Somehow it seemed like a way to hide from Teresa's intrusion into his mind. A few minutes passed, his heart finally coming to a slow roll. Forgetting about you was the worst part. At first Thomas thought it was another message in his head. He squeezed his fists against his ears, but no, it had been different. He had heard it with his ears. A girl's voice. Chills creeping up his spine. He slowly lowered the blanket. Teresa stood to his right, leaning against the massive stone wall. She looked so different now, awake and alert, standing, wearing a long-sleeved white shirt, blue jeans, and brown shoes. She looked impossibly even more striking than when he had seen her in the coma. Black hair framed the fair skin of her face, with eyes the blue of pure flame. Tom. Do you really not remember me? Her voice was soft, a contrast from the crazed, hard sound he had heard from her after she first arrived, when she delivered the message that everything was going to change. You mean, you remember me? He asked, embarrassed at the squeak that escaped on the last word. Yes, no, maybe. She threw her arms up in disgust. I can't explain it. Thomas opened his mouth, then closed it without saying anything. I remember remembering, she muttered, sitting down with a heavy sigh. She pulled her legs up to wrap her arms around her knees. Feelings, emotions, like I have all these shelves in my head labeled for memories and faces, but they are empty, as if everything before this is just on the other side of a white curtain, including you. But how do you know me? He felt like the walls were spinning around him. Teresa turned toward him. I don't know. Something about before we came to the maze. Something about us. It's mostly empty, like I said. You know about the maze. Who told you? You just woke up. I. It's all very confusing right now. She held a hand out, but I know you're my friend. Almost in a daze, Thomas pulled the blanket completely off and leaned forward to shake her hand. I like how you call me Tom. As soon as it came out, he was sure he couldn't have possibly said anything dumber. Teresa rolled her eyes. That's your name, isn't it? Yeah, but most people call me Thomas. Well, except Newt, he calls me Tommy. Tom makes me feel like I'm at home or something. 
even though I don't know what home is. He let out a bitter laugh. Are we messed up or what? She smiled for the first time and he almost had to look away, as if something that nice didn't belong in such a glum and grey place as if he had no right to look at her expression. Yeah, we're messed up, she said, and I'm scared. So am I, trust me, which was definitely the understatement of the day. A long moment passed, both of them looking toward the ground. What's, he began, not sure how to ask it. How did you talk to me inside my head? Teresa shook her head. No idea. I can just do it, she thought to him. Then she spoke aloud again. It's like if you tried to ride a bicycle here, if they had one. I bet you could do it without thinking. Do you remember learning to ride one? No. I mean, I remember riding one, but not learning. He paused, feeling a wave of sadness. Or who taught me? Well, she said, her eyes flickering as if she was embarrassed by his sudden gloom. Anyway, it's kind of like that. Really clears things up, Teresa shrushed. We didn't tell anyone, did you? They would think we're crazy. Well, when it first happened, I did. But I think Nuke just thinks I'm stressed out or something. Thomas felt fidgety, like he would go nuts if he didn't move. He stood up, started pacing in front of her. We need to figure things out. That weird note you had about being the last person to ever come here. Your coma. The fact you can talk to me telepathically. Any ideas? Teresa followed him with her eyes as he walked back and forth. Save your breath and quit asking. All I have are faint impressions that you and I were important. That we were used somehow. That we are smart. That we came here for a reason. I know I triggered the ending, whatever that means, she groaned, her face reddening. My memories are as useless as yours. Thomas knelt down in front of her. No, they're not. I mean, the fact that you knew my memory had been wiped without asking me and this other stuff. You are way ahead of me and everybody else. Their eyes met for a long time. It looked like her mind was spinning, trying to make sense of it all. I just don't know, she said in his mind. There you go again, Thomas said aloud, though he was relieved that her trick didn't really freak him out anymore. How do you do that? I just do, and I bet you can, too. Well, can't seem too anxious to try. He sat back down and pulled his legs up, much like she had done. You said something to me, in my head, right before you found me over here. You said, the maze is a code. What did you mean? She shook her head slightly. When I first woke up, it was like I had entered an insane asylum. These strange guys hovering over my bed, the world tipping around me, memories swirling in my brain. I tried to reach out and grasp a few, and that was one of them. I can't really remember why I said it. Was there anything else? Actually, yeah. She pulled up the sleeve of her left arm, exposing her bicep. Small letters were written across the skin in thin black ink. What's that? he asked, leading in for a better look. Read it yourself. The letters were messy, but he could make them out when he got close enough. Wicked is good. Thomas's heart beat faster. I've seen that word. Wicked. He searched his mind for what the phrase could possibly mean. On the little creatures that live here. The beetle blades. What are those? She asked. Just little lizard-like machines that spy on us for the creators, the people who sent us here? 
Teresa considered that for a moment, looking off into space. Then she focused on her arm. I can't remember why I wrote this, she said, as she wet her thumb and started dropping off the words. But don't let me forget, it has to mean something. The three words ran through Thomas's mind over and over. When did you write it? When I woke up. They had a pen and notepad next to the bed. In the commotion, I wrote it down. Thomas was baffled by this girl. First the connection he had felt to her from the very beginning, then the mind speaking, and now this. Everything about you is weird. You know that, right? Judging by your little hiding spot, I would say you are not so normal yourself. Like living in the woods, do ya? Thomas tried to scowl, then smiled. He felt pathetic and embarrassed about hiding. Well, you look familiar to me and you claim we are friends. Yes, I'll trust you. He held out his hand for another shake and she took it, holding on for a long time. A chill swept through Thomas that was surprisingly pleasant. All I want is to get back home, she said, finally letting go of his hand. Just like the rest of you. Thomas's heart sank as he snapped back to reality and remembered how grim the world had become. Yeah, well, things pretty much suck right about now. The sun disappeared and the sky has gone grey. They didn't send us the weekly supplies. Looks like things are going to end one way or another. But before Teresa could answer, Newt was running out of the woods. How in the... He said as he pulled up in front of them. Albie and a few others were right behind him. Newt looked at Teresa. How'd you get here? Met Jack said you were there one second and Buggin gone the next. Teresa stood up, surprising Thomas with her confidence. Yes, he forgot to tell the little part about me kicking him in the groin and climbing out the window. Thomas almost laughed as Newt turned to an older boy standing nearby, whose face had turned bright red. Congrats, Jeff, Newt said. You are officially the first guy here to get your butt pet by a girl. Teresa didn't stop. Keep talking like that and you'll be next. Yeah, I told you. Teresa beats some butts. Newt turned back to face them, but his face showed anything but fear. He stood silently, just staring at them. Thomas stared back, wondering what was going through the older boy's head. Albie stepped up. I'm sick of this. He pointed at Thomas's chest, almost tapping it. I want to know who you are, who this shank girl is, and how you guys know each other. Thomas almost wilted. Albie, I swear. She came straight to you after waking up, shook face. Anger surged inside Thomas, and worry that Albie would go off like Ben had. So what? I know her, she knows me, or at least we used to. That doesn't mean anything. I can't remember anything. Neither can she. Albie looked at Teresa. What did you do? Thomas, confused by the question, glanced at Teresa to see if she knew what he meant. But she didn't reply. What did you do? Albie screamed. First the sky, now this. I triggered something, she replied in a calm voice. Not on purpose, I swear it. The ending. I don't know what it means. What's wrong, Newt? Thomas asked, not wanting to talk to Albie directly. What happened? But Albie grabbed him by the shirt. What happened? I'll tell ya what happened, Shank. Too busy making lovey eyes to bother looking around? To bother noticing what freaking time it is? Thomas looked at his watch, realizing with horror what he had missed, knowing what Albie was about to say before he said it. 
The walls, you shock. The doors, they didn't close tonight. Yup. The doors didn't close today. Like, will they close or not? And does Teresa have something to do with this? I'll see you next Sunday to see what happens next, only on the Mesona Podcast. <laughs>